What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today, guys, we gotta talk about this article from the New York Post. I mean, seriously, what Joe Biden said, oh my fucking God, okay? I mean, seriously, guys, we gotta talk about that and so much more, but before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much... Seriously, y'all, seriously, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. Also, guys, I do have affiliate links, including Audible, which this podcast show is syndicated on. So if you guys want to listen to Nikki's World on Audible, you guys can sign up in the link in the description below. And before we get this show on the road, guys, if you guys love this episode... And any of my other episodes on Nikki's World. Seriously, y'all, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo wee woo. All right, guys. All right. All right. Well, I'm diapered up as always. You know, I'm in my uh, whatchamacart, my North Shore Mega Max diapers and my tie dye, so. I'm diapered up because basically I've been having like my bowel bladder issues have gone like bipolar on me. So, yeah, I had to put that on until they basically either calm down or or get back to normal, to say the least. But anyway, guys, anyway, 
It's the weekend, and you know what that means. It's Friday, folks. Yep, it's Friday. So, today, guys, I want to talk about this article that came across my, my, my feed, like, online or on my phone somewhere. And, oh, my God. The headlines says it all, okay? Biden implies black and Hispanic workers don't have high school diplomas, and White House tries to clean it up in an official transcript. I'll say this bluntly up front, guys, and I'll say this right here. If Donald Trump said what Joe Biden just said, you know damn well the Democrats and the liberal media would be on a non-stop rampage demanding that they impeach Donald Trump. They would be going after Donald Trump non-stop if he said what, what Joe Biden just said here. I mean, holy fucking cow. I mean, literally, Holy cow, ladies and gentlemen. The fact that this man, you know, should not be in the White House, okay? He should be, what, in a dementia unit in a nursing home somewhere? Holy fucking cow. I mean, yeah. Holy cow. The one thing I want to say about this, guys, the one thing I want to say about this is that he can, the Democrats can forget about the black and Hispanic vote. After what he said about them, you know that sucking sound you just heard? Is the black and Hispanic vote running out the door and running into the arms of the Republican Party, the conservative movement, and the Libertarian Party. Basically, the only ones left are the, what, the white liberal leftists? And they're probably, what, far few in between? Holy fuck! I mean, wow! To say that, like, that black and Hispanic workers don't have high school diplomas is like the same that he said that, oh, black and Hispanic people don't know how to get IDs to vote and, and, and register to vote or to drive. Folks, this is why the Democrat Party is a dying party. This is why the Democrat Party is like going down in flames and basically we're not near the crashing point yet, but we are getting there. We are getting there. It's just, it's just a matter of time folks, but clearly man, clearly Joe Biden, my fucking God, if a Republican Okay, if Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or whatever, like conservative said, whatever what Joe Biden said, they would 
be gone in about half a second. By the next heartbeat, holy motherfucker, they would be like gone, canceled, deplatformed, and all this shit. I mean, <laughs> wow. Wow. And then I gotta love this paragraph right here that says this. However, according to the transcript released by the White House, there was supposed to be a word and separating African-American, Hispanic workers and veterans from those without high school diplomas. I'm telling you this, man. I'm telling you this. This guy is alienating his the entire country, basically. And I have to wonder, is the left, the liberals, and the Democrats are okay with this? If they are, that means they must be supporting racist policies like this. If he's saying that, like, blacks and Hispanics can't, don't have high school diplomas, and uh, and he's saying that, oh, blacks and Hispanics can't be able to get IDs to vote. Telling you this, ladies and gentlemen, telling you this, man, telling you this, man, this guy, this guy, holy shit. This, this guy, Joe Biden, is clearly the most racist Democrat we've ever seen. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say this on the podcast show. You wonder why Bernie Sanders voters was fucking pissed. Okay? Because they, the DNC rigged the election to get rid of Bernie Sanders so they can install this this dumbass puppet, you know? And wow, I th- I'm gonna say this: if any Bernie Sanders voters saw the saw this, they would be fucking livid right now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, basically, this guy should not be in the White House let alone near the nuclear launch codes, okay? Let alone. This guy, this guy should not be near the nuclear launch codes, let alone the White House. And, 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 and I'm going to say this to, to all the left. If an, if an 80-year-old dementia president can, can have access to a nuclear, nuclear launch codes and nuclear weapons... And by fucking God, I should be allowed to have an AR-15 in full automatic. Think about that, left. Think about that, leftist. If you're okay with an 80-year-old dementia resident having access to nuclear weapons and nuclear launch codes, then you should be okay with citizens having having machine guns, having AR-15s, having assault rifles, or, or even better yet, having M1 tanks. 
Come on. Let, 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 let's settle this. Either you get rid of the dementia resident, or we let the impeachment query, which I'll be talking about that down, down the road in a, in a few moments. You know? It's either that. Come on. But clearly, this guy is so cognitively de- in decline that to put him in the White House is committing elderly abuse. And, and I'm telling you, man, he is committing elderly abuse in the worst fucking way. He is. But the fact of the matter is, guys, the fact of the matter is, this guy should not be in, should not be in the White House. He should be in, in the dementia unit of a nursing home somewhere far away where he will not have access to the White House or the nuclear launch codes for that matter. I mean, wow. I mean, holy fucking cow. I mean, yeah. Clearly, man. Clearly. This guy is basically proving time and time and time again that this guy does not deserve to run for office for the second term. It's like I, it's like this. Let's make a deal, Democrats and leftists. We'll 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 we'll, we'll take the in, impeachment and impeachment query off the table if you agree to go along with the Twenty Fifth Amendment and remove Joe Biden. Putting that on the table, there left. Putting it on the table. If you want, if you. We'll, we'll, we'll take impeachment and impeachment inquiry off the table if you're willing to trade for us putting the 25th Amendment on the table and then getting rid of this dementia resident who is probably slow walking us into World War Three. Come on. Come on. I'm willing, we're, willing to, we're willing to trade for trade. Okay? We're willing to trade for trade. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, this guy is, this guy's already, man, he's already running the black and Hispanic voters away from the Democrats. And if you look at the people who are, who, who are likely going to vote in the 2024, more likely Trump first and then RFK second. But I'm betting they're probably going to go like this. I don't want to deal with the bullshit of Trump. But RF, RFK is palpable. So it'll probably be between Trump and RFK. You know? But if you look at that last paragraph, okay? This last paragraph is a clear indication that the Democrats are getting ready to offload Joe Biden. They're getting ready to dump the dead weight. Okay? I'll read it to you now. And MSNBC host Jar- Joe Scarborough revealed many in his own party said says he may be too old to run for a second term, and and he said this in a quote. Let me just say, Democrats off the air will say Joe Biden's too old. Why is he running? 
Scarborough told Washington Post foreign affairs columnist David Ingus on, on Wednesday, on the air, they won't say it. You know why Democrats won't say it about Joe Biden? Because they're afraid of their own woke, left, socialist, liberal, communist, Antifa, BLM crowd coming after them and then basically running them out of the country. That's why they have to say it lockstep, okay? But then when they go behind the co- like the door into the conference room and then take the phone out the, in the, in, into the closet, they just say the truth. That is. But I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, this guy does not deserve to run for office for a second term. I mean, basically, the Democrats have nothing to run against him. And this is what they have. This is what they have running. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like... And, and I'll say this, guys. And I'll say this. If a Republican a conservative or libertarian or independent ever said what Joe Biden just said and got away with? You know damn fucking well and I can bet my diaper change that they would be hounded, doxxed. They would be canceled and deplatformed in about a half a second or the next damn heartbeat. But, you know, Joe Biden being the fucking dementia Democrat, the liberal media is probably running, running cover for him and probably covering up all, all, his, all his, like, basically misspoken, or is what Democrats call, oh, he misspoke. No, he's, he's, he, he, he's, he's, he, his brain left the building a while ago, folks. Yeah, his brain left the building a fucking while ago. It did. But I, but I would like to say this, guys. I would like to say this. Joe Biden needs, needs to go. He needs to go. Either, either he needs to be removed by impeachment or the 25th Amendment. But either way... Either way, he should not be on the ballot in the 2024 election. He shouldn't be, guys. He shouldn't be. Because I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling you this right now, man. It, Joe Biden running in the 2024 election is setting up for Democrats for an epic disaster that'll blow up in their damn face on November 7th, 2024. Because I'm telling you right now, man, the more, the more, uh, the more, the more of this shit that's coming out about the Biden crime family, and the more, the more of this is coming out, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Pretty, pretty much, guys. Pretty much, Joe Biden's fucking finished. Joe Biden and his fucking socialist, communist, leftist Democrats is finished. They're done. They're like, no, man, they're, they're never going to regain power ever again. They're never going to regain the White House, no matter how hard they try. 
You know, no matter how much they cheat. Because people are going to be wise and on to them. And people are going to say, uh, people are going to say, nah, man, we're not, we're not allowing this piece of sh- shit ever again. Mm-mm. But believe me, guys, believe me. Joe Biden's finished. Joe Biden is effectively finished. And, and if you read that transcript that the White House released, what he, what he said about how blacks and Hispanics don't have high school diplomas. I, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you. But that's the definition of racism. That is. That is the definition of racism. If that ain't racism, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what is anymore. I don't. Do y'all? Come on, do y'all? Do you? Do you? No. But to me, this guy is definitely like saying like racist shit like like blacks and Hispanics can't get IDs or blacks and Hispanic can't can't get high school diplomas. I'm telling you this. Whoever's writing his speeches is probably a far left radical socialist communist. Probably. But wouldn't wouldn't put a pat wouldn't wouldn't put it put it past me that he, you know? Wouldn't wouldn't put it wouldn't, wouldn't put it past me about it. But I tell you, man, I tell you, I tell you, man, if, if if Donald Trump was in the White House now, and let's say for hypothetical sake, if he was, and he also had said shit like what Joe Biden just said, I guarantee you within two hours, the liberal media would be hooting, hollering, you'd, you'd hear nonstop coverage from the liberal media Talking about, oh, Donald Trump should be impeached over this. Donald Trump should be removed from office over this. Next thing you know, you'll see Democrats demanding impeachment hearings over this. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that because we all know the left and the Democrats would do that in a, in, in a, in a heartbeat if it was a Republican or Donald Trump. We all know. Because the left has no morals. The left has no standards. They don't. They don't have standards. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for standards, there wouldn't be any double standards. But we do have standards in society, but the left lives by double standards. It does, man. But to me, ladies and gentlemen, this is another sign, guys, that Joe Biden's gotta gotta go, man. If it was if it was if it was like Donald Trump, you know the liberal media, the liberal pundits would all be hoeing hollering on the TV, non fucking stop demanding that Donald Trump be impeached over a comment like what Joe Biden just said. But since Joe Biden said it and his name is Biden and he's and he's a Democrat. You know, the liberal media is probably going to cover this up and then try to make it go away or try to say, oh, he misspoke. Oh, he didn't know what he meant. Oh, he didn't know what he said. He's he probably like probably the teleprompter messed up. 
or probably the, the speechwriter messed up. It's like making excuses when they when they're not when they don't want to admit your your imbecile dementia idiot should not be where he where he is. Instead, you're just running cover for this guy. You're just saying that you're just excusing it instead of admitting that. Yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we fucked up, man. I, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we're we're in the middle of a desert here, and we seriously fucked up. Yeah. Instead of instead of instead of like like it like admitting that you fucked up. You know, we could have gone. We could have found solutions to fix this, but no. But you know, the one good saving grace of all this. This has given us cannon fodder. This has given us. I'm saying I'm gonna say this, ladies and gentlemen. This has given us ammunition to literally run the Democrats through the fucking ground. Come 2024, guys. It's it's on. We're gonna all this shit, all all of what Joe Biden has done to this country. We're using that as ammunition to run your ass through the ground. And there ain't there ain't there ain't no stopping it, guys. I'm telling you guys, there there ain't no stopping it. Because I'm telling you, the fact that you got Joe Biden saying shit like this, I tell you what, as an Asian American, if I said the same shit that Joe Biden said, you think I'd have a podcast show by now? Hell, hell to the fuck no. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be allowed online, period. Because you know why? They would literally be running me to the ground. They would literally be canceling me to no end. But... Since, since Joe Biden's a Democrat and his name is Joe Biden, he fucking gets to get away with this shit. But since people, since, since people like me, if we did what, if we did anything remotely to what the left is doing, we'd get canned in a fucking instant. We would get canned like, no tomorrow. We would. But y'all know how that how that goes, you know? Y'all know how that goes with Democrats. They'll get away with literally anything because they've literally what? Soured the the legislative, judicial, executive, and the legal system to the point where you you can't even prosecute leftists. For the same crime that any other any other person gets that 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 would do the same thing. Trust me, man. Trust me. Stuff like that, stuff like that, ladies and gentlemen, is is why. Holy cow. I was like, when I saw that this morning coming off like Picking up my phone the first thing in the morning just to see the emails and all this shit coming out. And then seeing 
my social media feed, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's seriously, it's like, yeah, Joe Biden needs to fucking go. And he really does, guys. He really fucking does. Okay? He really, but, like I said, guys, like I said, this guy's got to go. This guy has got to fucking go. There is, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. This guy, and, and on top of that, this guy should not be near the nuclear launch codes, let alone the White House. He shouldn't be. He should be more in a dementia unit in, in a nursing home. And I've seen dementia units, okay? He can live comfortably in, in those places. He can live comfortably and then have a CNA changes like a soil diaper, like, you know? But clearly, man, clearly, man, this guy, he, he I mean, clearly, man, this guy is literally making black and Hispanic voters run out of the Democrat Party faster than they can try to attract new ones. Yeah. You wonder why you wonder why the left is all about open borders because they want to replace the the voters that are fleeing their party into the arms of the GOP and the conservatives and the libertarians. You wonder why. <laughs> you wonder why, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I wonder why as I'm sitting here in in my diaper and t-shirt wondering. You wonder, guys. You really you really have to, man. T- telling you. Anyway, I do want to I do want to move on to this story here. Okay? I saw this video yesterday on Tucker Carlson. Okay, on Tucker, on Tucker yesterday, and he talked about like interviewing like Argentina's version of Donald Trump, Javier Malai. And I'm sorry if I butcher his name, guys. I apologize. He's running for president in Argentina, and what Tucker is trying to highlight here in this in this. In, in the video, and I will link the video in the description below, guys, is that what happened to, to Argentina with hyperinflation, with men who claim to be women having more rights than everyone else down there, is that the their economy has been wrecked to shreds. Okay, hyperinflation destroyed the Argentinian economy. Hyperinflation is so bad that having chicken dinner is considered a luxury down there. It is. Having like an, an iPhone or, or, a, or a tablet or a computer is like a luxury down there. The sad fact is, ladies and gentlemen, what happened to the Argentine economy down there, them, them, them like destroying their economy, hyperinflation, 
price of goods so expensive that that in order to buy something, you'd have to give like what? Like door size amount of money just to buy a cup of coffee? I mean, yes. Argentinian, what happened to Argentinian economy is a canary in a coal mine in a warning to America that you don't want to go down that road where Argentina is at right now. The economy is in shambles. They, I'll tell you this. The Argentinian military can't even afford to maintain their, their equipment. After that 1982 Falklands War, you know, they can't even afford to buy, buy military gear. They can't even afford to maintain their army. Their army is like stuck in the, in the late 70s and 80s era. And this is where the left wants to go. The, the, I'll tell you this, guys. The left wants to make America look like Argent, Argentina and make it look like uh, Venezuela. Look at what happened to those two countries. Those two countries were prosperous countries. Venezuela and Argentina, Argentina, they were prosperous, okay? But socialism walked into the door of those two countries, fucked it up royally. Yeah. You wonder why, ladies and gentlemen, like capitalist countries have good-looking buildings, have buildings that you can admire, Whereas socialist communist countries like Cuba, Venezuela, you know, like Argentina, like North Korea, have crappy buildings, have buildings that are so ugly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, wow. What this guy talks about in his interview on, on, on Tucker on Tucker right there is amazing. His views, especially his views on gender ideology, abortion, China, climate change. Okay? And then in one clip, he has advice to us Americans that we should be listening. Okay? We should be listening to because I'm telling you this right now. He's, he's, he's giving a canary in a coal mine. He's giving the warning to America and say, don't go down the road that Argentina was in. Don't come down in our, and be like us. Because once you're in our, in our territory, it's fucking hard to get out. That's why, that's why this libertarian, okay, this libertarian candidate, by the name of Javier Malai, he tortures socialism real badly. He, he gives a warning, okay? He gives a warning to America on why they should not go down that road that Argentina's in. But I'm telling you, he is Argentina's version of Donald Trump. He is running for president. And I believe next month there there is going to be elections down there where they will determine who is president of Argentina. 
And to me, guys, his popularity is on the level of Donald Trump. His popularity is so damn high up there that it ain't even fucking funny. Okay? He is essentially Argentina's version of Donald Trump in America. And it seems like like populism and nationalism is basically on the rise. Because look at where the left wants to take the, the, the country and the whole society on this planet to. Which is something that we don't want to go to. It's something that we don't want. Yeah. Cause look at look at what I'll give you I'll give you an example. Look at look at like socialist and communist countries like Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea. Yeah, and even I'll say this, Argentina. Argentina used to have good looking buildings. Okay? Socialism walked into Venezuela. Cuba and Argentina, next thing you know, their buildings are in disarray. The whole country is in shambles. Roads aren't being repaired. It's costing so much to live down there that that young people are are fleeing to America. And yes, I do sympathize. Why? Because look at their economies in shambles. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can see why people are fleeing across the border in America is because look at their economy in America. Yeah. Look at, look at the economy. And, and you, got, you got leftists in America that want to go to what? A digital economy? That want to go to like a cryptocurrency type economy? Fuck this shit. That's why, that's why you got like bricks that's why you got BRICS being formed that's a rival to the G20 or competing against the dollar because with, with, with the dollar as the world's currency and a blank check, everything is based off the price of the American dollar. Whereas BRICS is pegged by how much gold you have. It's how much gold you have in your country's vault. It is. That's why. That's why it was like this. And I and I and I applaud Russia, China, and Brazil, and India for doing this. Is that they're going back to the gold standard economy, which has been proven time and time and time again, where your economy is pegged by how much gold you have, how much gold is worth, okay? And you trade gold for dollars. Yeah, where gold is held to a higher standard. And gold is probably what? Inflation-proof? Yeah. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why people like uh, Javier... Are, are running for president in Argentina to try and save their country. Their country is in disarray and in shambles. Look at Lebanon, for example, too, guys. Lebanon used to be a prosperous country. It was the Paris of, of the Middle East. And then they all went to shit. 
Yeah. And, and, and I applaud people in Lebanon for trying to get their country back and trying to kick out these thugs and terrorists. I applaud them. And I applaud them for their efforts. And I go like this. Even though, even though you're trying hardest, you get, a, you, get a, you, get a, you get an A for effort. And, and I applaud them. Argentina, they used to be the Paris of South America. A prosperous country. But then they had socialism. They tried to do this military operation in the Falklands, which I sit there to this day and I go with this. Y'all fucked up. Y'all should just make peace with the with the UK and just say like this. Let's 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 let's, let's leave the territory as is and and then we'll, we'll draw a truce to it. But after that, the economy went right down the gutter. And now instead of having nice shiny buildings to to show to the world that you're a prosperous nation, you have like people living in shacks and shambled buildings and people who can't find work to the point that they're fleeing the country to go elsewhere. My, 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 ladies and gentlemen, my. You wonder why, you wonder why Argentina is a canary in a coal mine for America and a warning to America not to, not to fall into the same trap that Argentina did. You wonder why, guys. You wonder why. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, guys, Argentina is a lesson and a warning to America not to go down that road that they've been in. To turn around and say, no, you don't want to go down the road that, we're, that they're in. We don't want to wind up like Argentina. Go downtown Buenos Aires right now. Go 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 and go down go down go in downtown over there. Look at their buildings. That should be an indication and a warning that we should not be in that same position. We should not be in 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 the position that Argentina is in. Because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't want to be in that position. Because if you look at like what happened in Argentina, you know what I mean? If you look at like downtown Buenos Aires right now, holy cow, you wouldn't want to be in their neighborhood. You know what I mean? You wouldn't want to be in the position they're in right now because look at it. Everything's in shambles. Everything, everything is like, holy cow. Yeah, it used to be a prosperous, it used to be a prosperous nation, but now... Wow, you gotta you gotta look and wonder and go, what happened? You know? Yeah. I mean seriously, seriously. You gotta wonder, ladies and gentlemen. And and I'm glad that Tucker Carlson is going down there and showing us 
what happened in Argentina is a warning for what could happen in America as well. Pretty much. Pretty much, guys. One thing I want to talk about real quick here, guys, is, is Bidenomics. And you know Bidenomics is a, is a fucking, is a walking fucking disaster, ladies and gentlemen. It is a fucking walking disaster. Okay? You wonder why inflation is, is, is still creeping up there. Okay? It is, it is still high in this country. Okay? I'll give you this article from NBC News. All right? And I don't, and I don't sometimes cite left-wing sources because they're all skewered. But this one, I want to highlight this for you. Inflation is driving up consumer credit card debt by billions of dollars. Though inflation has fallen considerably from its 9.1 peak in June of 2022, it is still higher than the Fed's 2% target. So you're spending more for less. Okay? I'm, I'm telling you this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Inflation, the inflation... And, and the economy is going to be the number one issue in the upcoming election. It is. Because, let me tell you this. Your dollar is not buying what it once was. Okay? During Trump's days, your dollar bought a whole lot. Now, your do- now like what? $20, $20 is the new $1 bill. Yeah. And then people having to resort to paying things on credit or even taking, what, two, three, four jobs just to make ends meet? And, and the left and the Democrats think it's okay? I, I, I'm sorry to say this, man. I'm sorry to say this, man. Inflation is killing this country. Inflation is killing the economy. It is killing the economy of this country, okay? People like you and me are not able to find work. People like you and me are having a rough time, like, making ends meet, okay? Look at the price of milk these days. Look at the price of gas. Look at the price of goods and services. They're all going up because of one thing. Inflation is killing our wallets, and the left thinks this is okay? <laughs> it ain't, guys. It ain't. And I'm telling you right now, guys, in- inflation is basically giving my bank account and wallet a me too moment. Okay? It is. And the sad thing to say, guys, it, it, it is time to start investing in gold. It's time to start looking at, like, buying physical gold or or buying like like gold stock or buying like gold coins because inflation is killing us man and I wouldn't be surprised if it takes us even more I would not be surprised okay but the sad thing is guys even someone like me you know I'm seeing inflation hitting me a lot more than anyone else. I am. Why do you think people like me are working like what? 
two, three, four, five, six jobs just to make ends meet, just to live comfortably. Inflation is literally destroying and killing the middle class. It pretty much is, guys. It pretty much is. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, inflation is out of control in this country. People are resorting to using their credit cards just to make ends meet and then pay everything on a monthly installment. Trust me, man. The, the, the left is destroying the economy. They're, they're killing everything in the process. And it's like, wow. Yeah. It is like, damn. Damn, damn, damn. It is, guys. It literally is. And to me, ladies and gentlemen, inflation is why people like you and me can't live comfortably anymore. Why you, you, people like you and I are not living the good life like we once did under Donald Trump. But now we're living like shit. Yeah. And the left that thinks that this is okay, y'all are fucking fucked upside the head. It's that simple. Y'all are fucked up beyond all fucked up. Pretty much. But I'm but I but I'm just gonna say this like this, man. Inflation is basically like I'll tell you this. You if you if you work at a job that makes like what, 16, 17, 18, 19, or 20 bucks an hour, inflation is means you're making less. You're not bringing a lot home. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, I want to talk about this, guys. I want to talk about this. You you want you want to know why, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are scared of the GOP and the House Republicans calling, like, voting on an imp- impeachment inquiry. You want to know why, ladies and gentlemen? Is because the second the House GOP has subpoena power and subpoena the bank records of the Biden crime family, all fucking bets are off the table, ladies and gentlemen. They can't hide from the bank records. They can't, they can't like dismiss it no matter how hard they fucking try. Okay? I don't care how how good you could spin the bank records from the left. The minute the GOP, okay, the minute the House Oversight Committee, all the committees investigating the Biden crime family gets a hold of their bank records, all bets are off the table, ladies and gentlemen. All bets are off. They are off for one reason, guys. is because the minute they, the House GOP and the Republican Party gets a hold of the Biden crime family's bank records, they find out who's paying them, who what shell companies are going for, who's the big guy, the 10% and all that shit. It's all over. They can't, 
They can't gloss this. They can't hide this. They can't sugarcoat this. Because the that's why the left is in panic mode. That's why at the White House, you're, you're, you're smelling panic. Okay? That's why at the DNC, there's panic. And the panic is palpable, ladies and gentlemen. It is very much palpable because they know they are fucking scared shit. They are fucking scared out of their fucking minds. Okay? They are scared out of their diapers because they know the second that the House GOP gets subpoena power from the impeachment inquiry and and then subpoenas all of the Biden crime family's bank records, it's over. It's it's done. It's like it's like you know within a matter of months that they'll be they'll be calling for Joe Biden to be impeached. And you know why the Democrats, especially the ones in the Senate, are scared shit too. Because they know they'll probably be culpable and they're probably complicit and they're probably in cahoots with with the Biden crime family. That's why they're scared shit. That's why you got Democrats like... uh, like sissy boy Chucky Schumer going on saying, oh, this impeachment inquiry is nothing. Oh, it won't find anything. Yeah, that was the same thing when you said about Donald Trump. And then next thing you know, they didn't do an impeachment inquiry. They just voted to impeach Donald Trump on a fucking made-up charge that turned out to be nothing. Now that the House Republicans are in charge, they're doing it the right way. And there's damning evidence. There's enough damning evidence to fill what? A library of Congress. Yeah. So to me, to me, guys, you know why when you got this article, okay? When you got this article from the New York Post saying White House orders media to keep sainting Joe Biden. The the reason why that White House is colluding with the liberal media and the liberal social media is because they want to deflect. They want they want to they want to distract you from from the impeachment inquiry. They want you to be distracted, and they want you to be like, oh, what 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 like that? Because you know why? The minute the bank records get subpoenaed. And that's what the Democrats and the left and the liberal media are are scared shit out of their diapers for. They're scared shit because the second the bank records, the subpoenas, you know what I mean? Once they're once the subpoenas has been issued for the bank records, it's all over. The Democrats, no matter how good they are, they're not gonna hide this. They never will. They're gonna they're, they're, they're 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 gonna they're, they're they're gonna be in panic mode so badly that they're gonna that they know the game's up. The minute the bank records are subpoenaed, and 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 every house GOP sees it, fuck the game's over. It's 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 only a matter of time before for 
for like Republicans to start talking about impeachment. And since it is what? September? Wouldn't put it past to y'all that sorry, I wouldn't. On Apple Watch only goes I'm sorry, guys. Sorry if you heard Apple Watch, guys. And I apologize. I wouldn't put it past y'all that there would be talk of impeachment. And, and y'all could flag this on Friday, September 15th, 2023, that I predict by, by the end of winter, by the end of winter this year, we're going to be looking at Joe Biden being impeached or being, being graciously removed by the 25th Amendment. Either way, Joe Biden won't be on the ballot. Okay? He won't be. Because once, once, the, once the votes for an impeachment inquiry begin and gets passed, I'm telling you this, ladies and gentlemen, the second that they get a hold, they subpoena the bank records and get a hold of those bank records, the game's over for the Democrats. The game is over for them. They are fucking done. They are finished. They are never going to recover from this. There is no recovery from this whatsoever. The Democrat Party is a, is virtually finished. It is virtually done. They are they are like it's all over for them ladies and gentlemen. It is literally a, a foregone conclusion that the second that they subpoena the bank records of the Biden crime family won't be long so we hear talks of impeachment it won't be long because I'm telling you, the liberal media is going to try to like go, oh, this impeachment ain't nothing. Oh, there's no clear evidence of this. They're going to try to deflect this. They're going to try to, to gloss it over. But glossing it over ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to save your ass. It ain't going to save your ass, Democrats. It ain't. Because you know as they say... The minute, the minute the jig is up, we're going to see rats trying to flee a sinking ship. And let's see which rat rats out the other rats first. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, telling you, we're, we're going we're gonna to be witnessing in the next six months or so the possibility of Joe Biden being impeached. We are going to witness it, and I'm telling you right now, could happen within six months. Could happen by the end of by, I'm gonna say what, the start of start of next year, wouldn't surprise me, ladies and gentlemen. It would not surprise me, but like I said, man, the Democrats are in panic mode. The DNC is in panic mode. You can smell the panic in the White House because they know damn well once the bank records are subpoenaed. It's all over. The game is over. Okay? They know it. They know they are sitting on a sinking ship. And they know it's about to sink faster than the fucking Titanic put together. Ladies and gentlemen. They know. They literally know. And I'm telling you right now. Okay? As I'm sitting here. That they are sitting on a sinking ship. And they know... 
that Joe Biden is effectively finished. Okay, that's why that's why you see like Joe Scarborough saying quietly that they don't want him to run, but they're afraid to to say it out in the open because their own party will will run him out of the country. Yeah, it pretty much will, guys. Pretty much will. Anyway, I want to talk about this, guys, before I go for the for the day and for the weekend. I want to talk about this. This past week, guys. As an intersex DSD person, I've experienced like homophobia, transphobia, and bigotry in my own family, especially like coming from my own mother, for example. It's like lately, it's like after that, I've been like depressed and feeling down a bit. But it's all because it all stems from the fact that. My mom, who is a bigot, who is a transphobic and homophobic bigot, because she doesn't like intersex people like me being comfortable, being able to dress how we feel, how comfortable we are, okay? Like, for example, being an intersex person, okay, and having an intersex DSD body that is not completely male or completely female, I can get away with dressing in either men's clothes or women's clothes, okay? I can, I'll tell you this, for example, I can fit like a size 10 skinny jeans, which is like, like, a, like a medium like to, to women. I could fit those no problem. Skirts, skirts, maxi skirts, dresses, I can wear those. No problem. I can wear those like, and it would it would be normal for me. The problem is in my own, with within my own mom, and my own Laotian American and Asian American culture, is that it is inherently bigoted, like homophobic and transphobic, and it's the last ethnic group to be Westernized. Because they basically are an ethnic group that thinks that men are men, women are women. If you stray across, if you stray from that, you're considered mentally ill. I mean, in my own, my own ethnic group, which is Laotian American, they think that gay people, trans people, or lesbian people are mentally ill. And they think that if you have a disability or a mental illness or you're born, like, say, with an intersex DSD condition, that you bring shame to the family or you bring, like, like, like bad luck to the family. The problem is, is that they've never accepted the Western notions, the Western ideas they never accepted this concept of what they what we call like here in this country like independence or like uh, being yourself. To them, everybody has to be like a collective where you have to where you have to like where men are men, women are women, where you can't have anything in between. They 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 my culture. Is one of those like 
homophobic, transphobic, and bigoted cultures who think that men are men, women are women, and if and if you're a man who likes dresses and all that, then you're considered in my culture mentally ill and all that stuff. Now, for me, as an intersex DSD person and a Laotian American, I don't accept that. I don't. I came to this country in the fall of 1976 as a baby. So I didn't accept the old the, the culture back home in, in Laos where everything was so, like, black and white. There's no in-between. I didn't accept that. Growing up, coming as a baby, clean slate and all, and then growing up, going to school in a Western culture, Western civilization, okay, and growing up in a in a in an American society where people respect you for being yourself, being an individual. Instead of just falling in line like everyone else. The problem with my own culture. And I'm going to say this on the podcast show. The problem with my own culture. Is that my own culture is bigoted. My own culture is homophobic. Transphobic. Okay. And the funny thing is. They prescribe and believe the Buddhist philosophy. Religion. But then in Buddhism, we all they have this thing about tolerance and acceptance, but the, but then they don't follow that part of it. They just think that men are men, women are women. Anything else, they think they think you're weird, crazy, mentally ill. Yeah, in my own Laotian American ethnicity group, okay, which is a subset of the Asian American community within my own. I've experienced as an intersex DSD person, okay, who has a medical condition based off that, which is Kalman syndrome, and the other one, vitiligo. They they look at me like, oh, you're the black sheep. Oh, you bring you bring like shame to the family. The the fact of the matter is, guys, in in the Asian American community. In the larger scheme of the Asian American community, the concept of individuality, individualism, being yourself, is so foreign and alien to them. It is so unknown that it, it, it is like very hostile to them. They think the idea of being yourself is being crazy or mentally ill. They think that, but then they don't understand. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes you an individual. That's what makes you a person. That's what makes you someone that people respect. But the but the thing is, even in my own Laotian American culture, they're all about trying to impress people. I'll give you an example. Whenever my mom has someone coming over, like say her friends, her her distant relatives or cousin, she always tries to say, oh, why don't you dress nice? Dress like a man or something. The reason why she does that is because she won't she she can't be herself. 
She has to impress everyone. She has to impress everyone. Because to, to the Laotian American culture, impressing someone more is what they value than being yourself. It is. It is. And as a Laotian American, I see that in my own culture, my own ethnicity, in my own ethnic group. I see the fact that they want, they want, you have to impress people so much. And then I, and then I live in the United States of America in a Western civilized nation where impressing people doesn't get you anywhere, whereas being yourself gets you somewhere. It's, it's a huge disconnect. It is. It is. My own culture thinks impressing people all the time, nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, they think it'll get you somewhere. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, whereas being yourself in this country, being you, being an individual, gets you somewhere. And they don't see that. They don't. They don't see that. And it's, and it's shocking to me. It, it is shocking, to say the least. Which is why I often wonder why my culture, why my, why my like, uh, race, ethnicity, and ethnic group is the last one to be westernized. I wonder why. It's because they're so stuck on the old notions. And then when they come to a Western country like France, UK, Canada, America, Australia, New Zealand, that they don't understand that in Western society, you don't need to do, you don't need to dress up to impress people. You just need to be yourself. You just need to be a person. You just need to be an individual. Okay? The problem is, and I see this in my own family and my own ethnic group, is that individuality and basically being yourself is, is foreign to them. And that's why they, 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 tried to, they tried to shame me. They tried to ridicule me. They try to, to put me down so much that sometimes it gets depressing. It really does. It gets, it gets depressing and, and it gets like sad, lonely for me that I have to deal with, with a family that is so homophobic, so transphobic, so bigoted, so hateful and resentful that they don't understand the, the concept of individuality, individualism, or just being yourself. They don't. It's, it's foreign to them. It is, it is alien to them. And they, they won't get it, you know? But the one thing I, I, I have as a glimmer of hope is that the immigrant generation of Laos is probably dying out. So that is good. And the people who were Western, who who were born here, who were born in Western countries, are all getting it, and they're all realizing it that we just can't bring that immigrant Lao mentality anymore. That immigrant Lao mentality has to go. It has to get chucked 
that should have been chucked the minute you you came into this country. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. But that's why this past week I was I was feeling like pissed, miserable because I experienced like bigotry, homophobia, and transphobia in my own family. I was like pissed. I was like depressed because I had to deal with hateful bigotry even for my own mother of of all people, you know? It's like her excuse is, I'm a traditional woman. Well, I'm telling you this. Her kind of womanhood has long sailed a long time ago. That ship sailed so far long ago, ladies and gentlemen. And she thinks that, like, oh, I don't, it's like, I don't see those people. I, 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 and I even tell her this comment. I say this. Do you go to the women's bathroom a lot? And then she goes, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if you go to the women's bathroom and find out that there's a trans person peeing right next to you. I told her that, and she was, she was shocked. She was shocked and livid. But to me, she just she doesn't understand those concepts. And in my Laotian community, they don't understand it. Even though they live in the United States of America, even though they live in the freest nation on earth, they don't understand that concept. They don't understand individualism, okay? They don't understand being yourself is more important than trying to impress people nonstop. I don't do that anymore. I don't do, I don't impress people because you know why? Because impressing people doesn't get you anywhere, okay? Being yourself gets you somewhere. And that's something that my Laotian mother will never understand. And it's something that I go at this. I'm just hoping that kind of mentality goes away. Because the minute that that goes away, it'll be great. It'll be a great relief for me to see. It will, guys. It will. But I've been dealing with it this past week. So I've been at least trying to stay away, ignore all that, and trying to just recover from all that stuff. But I do know I have like people and places that accept me for me, that accept me for who I am, that know me for who I am, that understand who I am and know that I'm this and this and this, you know, so... I have that, and that's a good thing, and that's something that I'm always proud of, is that being, like, an intersex DSD person and being Laotian American, I have a circle of friends that accept me for who I am, and I don't have to do anything to impress them, you know? So that's the one thing I'm glad, and that's the one thing I'm grateful for. (sighs) Anyway... I know this has been a really wicked long show, and this is probably my first wicked long show ever, okay, guys? So I thank you guys for being a part of it, and I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I'll see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.